Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do my review for the third season of NBC and Netflix's uh, Good Girls, the third season. I'm going to start off spoiler free, then we'll take a quick break, and then we'll go into spoilers later. Just like we do with all of these TV season reviews, unless they're specifically spoilers or spoiler free. But uh, yeah, spoiler free for the first part of this review going straight to the skip don't skip as you've already seen in the title don't skip i think this is almost good girls is uh best season um i think season one and season three are in competition for the best season season two not so much but of course i did review that last year so you can go and have a look at that if you want to as well i i really really enjoyed this season um i was gripped in I'll say 99% of scenes in in this season. I think this is if if you're someone who's well, you've got better cold soul out there, so you do you do still have some Breaking Bad. But if you're missing that core Breaking Bad type of story, I I can't recommend this highly enough. This it, this has essentially turned into a female version of Breaking Bad, but with slightly different plot and and some some other some bits and pieces that are, that, that are different, but fundamentally is still kind of the same show but yeah like i said if if you're missing breaking bad and of course better call soul isn't going to come back anytime soon um if you want something that scratches that itch i would highly recommend this show uh it's on nbc like i said at the start in the us i think it's available on hulu or netflix or something and then in the uk all three seasons are available on netflix in the uk other countries i'm not sure about but uh yeah that's the situation so I want to point out what I, what I think Good Girls Season 3 specifically, which is the season I'm here to review, does the best. I think this show's got a perfect blend of comedy and drama. It It's not one of them shows that... Because some shows try to blend those two things together. And you can end up in a situation in certain shows, not with this show, where you're not sure how you're supposed to feel about a certain scene. I'll use a prime example, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is a Netflix original Riverdale spin-off series. Um, That's a show that doesn't get that right in most of its scenes. This show, you can clearly tell, like... uh, Granted, most of it is Annie, Dean, and maybe a couple of other characters, sometimes with... um, With... uh, uh, Ruby as well with certain scenes but mostly you've got because you've got your three main female leads you've got Beth, uh, Annie and you've got Ruby as well. Uh, Annie's usually the comedic one out of the three and I thought specifically with her lines this season her comedic timing both from the actress the writing and the directing you know everything that puts that together was perfectly timed. I thought when the show needed to be serious and it this is probably the most serious high stakes season of good girls and I can't I can't get into why in the spoiler section you'll have to join me uh sorry I can't say why in the spoiler free section you'll have to join me in the spoiler section to uh to to discuss more of that but yeah this has got just just the perfect blend of like a good amount of stakes they're explained correctly great comedic timing but not too much comedy because this is still a serious show and like I said the most serious season uh, it's also somewhat the funniest season in in certain ways. It's got the perfect blend of drama. Like you 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 know when you're supposed to feel on the edge of your seat, and you know when you're supposed to laugh. At least I did. You know I can only speak to my own viewing experience here. But uh, yeah, it uh, and and for a show like this, it could be all just kind of doom and gloom and uh, that sort of thing. But 
yeah, they they feel the the risky need, I suppose, to put uh, risky need. Sorry, to put um, comedy in here, and it's a risk that certainly pays off. I think so. That, that's what I think this season gets best. Speaking of the stakes, like I said, this is the highest stakes season, at least as far as I you know can can think. Um, you know, there's been some serious stuff that's happened in the previous two seasons. And what I'd say to kind of blend in with that is, I remember when I got to the end of my season 2 review, or we got to the end of season 2, and something specific is set up for season 3. I both feel like season 3 pays that off, and sets up season 4, which it's already been renewed for, perfectly. I felt like, I, I felt really rewarded in that way of like you could see kind of where they wanted to go with the th- with this third season judging by what happens at the end of season two um and i felt like that was paid off it was paid off both in ways that i did expect and didn't expect and also did that pretty perfectly now i've used the word perfect five or six times here already uh i don't think this is quite a perfect season i do think this is a really outstanding s- season of television and this season has solidified this show to being one of the best out there, at least in current television. You know, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of great television shows out there. And I'm not going to go ahead and say, like, okay, this is top five best or top ten best or whatever. I think it's a bit early to, to go ahead and do something like that. But certainly, when I, once I finished this season and started thinking about it a little bit and, and that sort of stuff and thinking about everything that happened in the season... Um, yeah, this is, at least for current shows that are on television, this is probably one of the top five, I, I think, that that's out there. And that's, that's considering the amount of television that we get these days, uh, you know, COVID aside and whatnot. The, the amount of television shows that are, are currently airing on television, whether or, not whether or not they're coming out with new seasons is, is irrelevant to what I'm talking about. But in terms of current shows that are on TV and going to get next seasons or going to return for new seasons or ones that are currently on the air or ones that are about to come out or whatever, uh, this is this is one of the best ones out there. Um, and I feel very confident in saying that as well. Uh, so yeah, I definitely give this Don't Skip rating. I think this is... I think with, with season one, I sort of thought, okay, this is a really, really, really good show. I really enjoy this a lot. Season 2, I felt like was a big build up to Season 3. And I felt I felt like if, you, if you're not happy with Season 2 and you dip out after Season 2, you're not going to get the payoff of what is set up in Season 2 for Season 3. I feel like Season 3 actually helps Season 2 because of how Season 3 pays off the previous season. Because Season 2 is kind of, to me, now, now that I look back on things and I've seen the third season and I've seen how things get paid off and that, uh, you know, not... Not finale-wise, there's going to be another season, obviously, but how it pays off the majority of the things from Season 2, it makes... Sorry, yeah, from Season 2. Season 3 makes Season 2 a better season of TV, and uh, I don't look back on Season 2 and think, like, okay, that was a bad season. Now that I've seen the next season, it feels like a set-up season to me, but one that is still very much worth it. So uh, I'd I'd still say Season 2 is the worst season of this show but it's not a bad season because of how season three helps it if that makes sense so um because i think if you because obviously like like with me i wait for the box set every year now on netflix and and all that sort of thing i think if you're if you're going to jump into the show now and you're going to go back not necessarily every day or whatever you're a general binge back to back of season one two and three and you don't have that time to wait in between seasons two and three i feel like you'll you'll feel maybe even more rewarded i don't know so um yeah that's my general thoughts on season three yeah really really good season 
perfect blend of certain things. Um, I don't think it's a perfect season of TV. I still think it's got its little problems here and there, but this is this is yeah pretty much a ten out of ten from me. Um, I think that th this is this is unfortunately going to remain as one of those shows where every now and again you see people talking about it, but this isn't this isn't going to be as big. I don't think as some, something like a Breaking Bad, which I think it almost deserves to be. Uh, am I saying that this is this is as good as Breaking Bad? No, I don't think it's quite up that level yet but um it could be who knows like season three has really helped to push towards that and give, given the fact that i'm even comparing this to breaking bad in terms of quality in any way shape or form and being positive about that and i've said that breaking bad is the best show i've uh, seen on tv that should tell you something about how how good uh good girls is for, for its third season so yeah, uh, that's pretty much mostly of what I've got for uh, the spoiler-free section here. Um, really good payoff from season two. Really good setup for season four, and really good. It th th this season does three really good things as well. Pays off season two really well. Pays off its own story really well for for the actual story for season three, and sets up season four really well. So it's almost this like. It, it it's sort of a season that glues two others together because it pays off its previous season it sets up and pays off story from its own season so within season three and then it sets up season four really well as well so uh one interesting note on that by the way which i didn't actually know and didn't think was a factor this season is 11 episodes and previously you had 16 episodes for um, on April 12th, 2019, NBC renewed the series for a third season consisting of 16 episodes. So it was cut down by five episodes. So I kind of wonder what they do to set up season four, if that would have been paid off in season three. But the way I watched this season and the way that season three ended, I didn't, it didn't feel like cut off to me. Like you've had this year with the, um with the uh, Arrowverse shows, like this to-be-continued thing, because they could only film like 19 or 20 episodes out of the 23-episode run, and those do feel like like a cut-off kind of season. With this, I, I, I didn't actually know that COVID had affected this season particularly, um, until I until I you know, opened these notes on Wikipedia and that and read it, but because uh, I kind of looked, I thought, oh, 11 episodes, that's cool, that's still a good amount for season 3, um, but it doesn't feel like it gets cut off, at least to me. Um, it feels like a interesting setup for season four so yes it had a uh, few episodes than uh some of the previous seasons but it doesn't feel cut off so i thought that was really good as well um but yeah if uh from what you can gather i really recommend you go and watch this series uh go and search for it on hulu or netflix or nbc or maybe it's on peacock or something um for those of you who don't know what peacock is it's nbc's new streaming service that no one's really talking about and uh yeah so it, it 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 could be on that i heard that zoe's uh, extraordinary playlist which by the way is, an, is, is another nbc show i'd highly recommend you go and watch um and that's on peacock as well so we'll see if this season is i don't know but go and have a look anyway um i'm gonna take a quick break here we'll be back in a minute with some housekeeping and then after that we'll go into the spoiler section so see you for that in a minute Hey guys, what's up? This is Donnie, and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast. And this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control, sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling, 
The list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show, too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard. I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, weird, the better. From books and movies, to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it there's going to be laughing. (laughs) Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk. Let's scroll down so we can actually read from this list. Uh, Classic Reviews is still continuing for Season 4, the Jim Carrey season. Season 4, Episode 8, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, Jim Carrey playing as the Grinch, the sort of nasty Christmas character, the evil Christmas character. I don't know, the the grumpy Christmas character, if you will. Um, The uh, opposite of Santa, basically. Uh, So he played that role and I had a look at that film as part of Classic Reviews Season 4. So you can have a look out for that. Gaming Talk this week, we talked about both Pro Evolution Soccer 2021 and FIFA 21. Updates, changes, cover stars, Kylian Mbappe, the the uh, Paris Saint-Germain player, is the cover star for FIFA 21. So we talked about that. We talked about Ubisoft and had a bit of a general discussion about quality of video games and developers and brought all sorts of things into the conversation. So a lot was discussed on that podcast, so you can have a look out for that. We also did uh, our second trailer talk episode. We talked about some, not all of, but some of the... Uh, Comic-Con at home trailers, um, things like that, so we talked about that, and me and Robert also talked about this year's Emmy nominations, some big snubs, some wins as well, which was good, uh, so we talked about all of that. Uh, I did a little uh, written note piece kind of thing for the website, talking about our spoiler policy, so if you're unsure when you go to listen to an Entertainment Tool podcast, if there's going to be spoilers in it, there is a link at the very top of the website, uh, if you have a look out for that, have a little read through that. Uh, and decide whether or not you want to listen to that particular episode. If you still have questions, concerns, comments, whatever, 
about, well, anything related to entertainment talk, don't hesitate to ask. It is perfectly fine. Uh, if you're not sure if there's going to be an episode, uh, a spoiler in a, in a podcast, or just any general feedback or questions is always welcome as well. So there's that. Uh, so it is a, it is available on the sort of recent posts for the website, but it, it's also pinned at the top as well. So have a look out for that. Uh, I did a podcast talking about Amber Heard and Ezra Miller and their potential futures in the DCEU, given what's currently going on with the two of them. Um, and also talked about Hartley Sawyer. He got fired from CW and Warner Brothers from The Flash. Similar situations, comparing a little bit. And talking about that general sort of stuff. Uh, Manchester United beat Leicester City 2-0 away from home. Uh, finished third in the 19-20 Premier League season. And thus qualified for next season's Champions League. Which starts in September. Not the Champions League. But the next season starts in September. So that was pretty good as well. Uh, so that's pretty much everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org. And on podcast platforms. I'm going to now go into spoilers. So if you've not seen. Well even if you've seen season 1 and 2 of good girls you'll need to have seen season three to listen to the spoiler part of the podcast so if you haven't seen good girl season three again i highly recommend you do so for the well the whole season the whole series rather because it's all very good um so yeah if you haven't seen the third season you're going to want to leave now if you're listening on a podcast player like spotify or itunes open that press pause or shut the app off or whatever if you're listening on the website click on the home page or click the back button or whatever uh go and listen to another podcast in the meantime or go and watch good girls or do what whatever you'd whatever you'd like to do in the meantime so uh, i'm gonna go into spoilers now so you're gonna need to leave uh so we've got a couple of um character deaths to talk about this season um hasn't been too much of a thing in good girls necessarily over the past couple of seasons and one thing that kind of occurred to me, because you've got the two different deaths, and I kind of thought with, I kind of thought going into this season, given, you know, Beth shooting Rio at the end of last season, and one of the things I'd said about season three was, Beth doesn't know that he's alive. The uh, Jimmy Turner, the FBI agent, had kind of saved his life, and I'd kind of discussed at in the uh, season two review, like, okay, this can go a number of different ways. Um, either Rio could use the agent, the agent could use Rio, they can both use that against Beth in some way, shape or form, and how is that going to play out? Um, well, we saw how it played out, which was Rio basically screwed over, uh, Jimmy, um, put this sort of false, um, call-out thing out there, I suppose, this false lead that they got, and then you see this van door opening. Now, I don't remember it being confirmed to be Rio, that killed Jimmy, or specifically shot him. I, obviously, it could have been his his men or whatever. He's walking away in uh, a scene that's slightly after that. He's coming out of this hotel, I think it is. Um, but you can pretty much guess that I think it's it's Jimmy, and it makes sense. You know, he's a Rio's this you know gang leader and all that, and you don't want to be in connection with an FBI agent. That's uh, one thing you don't want. So he's he kind of he used him in a way. He let him save his life and said like, yeah, we can make a deal. Screwed him over, got him killed. And um, yeah, I thought that was it was an interesting way to get rid of the character early of of Jimmy because it happens in what the second or first episode of the season. So I thought that was really interesting. And you kind of get this cutaway where uh, this van pulls up, the door sl- slides open, and you can kind of see someone in there. I think they're wearing like. A full black outfit so they can't be seen or whatever 
and you see Jimmy kind of turning around, and you just you just see from his reaction, okay, he's about to get shot. Him and all of his men and whatever are about to get shot. Um, it's like a drive-by kind of situation. Uh, you never like hear the bullets or see it, but then you do cut back later. Um, I think about five minutes or so later, and um, yeah, he's just he's dead on the floor. So uh, I I I wasn't really I was a bit shocked, but I wasn't too bothered. Jimmy was a character I never particularly cared about per se that you know is more the the three girls and some you know the husband characters and and all that so um i didn't mind i thought that was actually quite an interesting way to kick the season off and it puts rio in more of a position of power because now he's just got beth to deal with and to work with and we see obviously how that plays out through the season um but he's got rid of yeah he's screwed over this fbi agent and uh as we find out later in the season, uh, Rio, Rio doesn't have any problems with getting rid of people, and um, we're screwing people over. And um, I, 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 you, you can kind of see with season one and two how there was always the, Rio was always kind of on the edge, and he he did give Beth a lot of leeway throughout the whole series, and you did kind of think at some point like, okay, at some point, okay, Beth tries to kill him, and um, they talk about that, obviously, and there's a number of changes throughout all their business deals, and, you know, who gets what cut, and whatever, and, um, you know, the whole, uh, uh, Beth's handprint on the gun, like, later in the season, and things like that, um, and then, yeah, we get this situation where, um, you've got Lucy, who is Beth's, uh, co-worker, and her boyfriend's name's not listed here, but I'm pretty sure it's Max, the one who Beth, uh, trains later to shoot, and, he wets himself and he doesn't manage to take down Rio uh, in the season. The death of Lucy this season I thought was very tragic. And um, you could kind of see in that scene where you know they're all standing around this van. And Lucy's told to get in and she's like yeah this is my Gmail and stuff. And you, you can see that Lucy she's kind of aware that she's out of her depth. But she's it's happened by accident. Um... And you can see from from uh, Ruby and um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Annie. I almost said Alice. And Annie, Ruby, and um, Beth. And you can see how scared they all are in that scene. And you can see that, like, uh, you know, Lucy gets put in the van. That's never a good sign. You know, in the middle of the night, when you're told by a gang leader to get in the back of their van, that's never a good situation. And Beth standing there trying to plead with Rio, and you can see on Rio's face like, okay, he's probably not going to shoot Beth and get rid of Beth. I never thought that was really going to happen, but I the threat of that was always kind of interesting, and I thought like, okay, you're probably not going to get rid of um, I've got to forget uh Annie, yeah, you're probably not going to get going to get rid of Annie or Ruby, and then as soon as he says, um, no, I think it's Beth that says like, okay, you you. Um, you do need all of us. Like, what happens if, you know, you, you, what happens if one of us is gone because you killed us, and then you can't make the money, because of how, because of how complicated this whole washing the money thing is, which I thought was really interesting, uh, and then just comes out with, not all of you, two shots, door closed, drive off, leaves the other three ladies, um, on the road, and... I thought that scene was done really well, and it was quite affecting, quite powerful, and uh, it's just so sad. I mean, you never see Lucy actually get shot, but obviously she's buried later, and they have to do this whole horrible 
um, I almost said FaceTime, face code for the for the phone kind of thing, face detection, whatever it's called. I thought that was um, quite sad. So I did feel like it was at some point. I thought, okay, Rio's got to like kill someone or do something. I mean, he did already shoot. Um, what's the husband's name? Dean. Uh, he did already shoot Dean. Was that at the start of season two? Yeah, that was at the start of season two, wasn't it? Because you had that cliffhanger scene with Beth pointing the gun at the end of season one. And you kind of... I, I like the way that... I mean, it took three seasons to kind of build to it. Which is a surprisingly long time. And it's surprising how well that actually worked. But... um, Yeah, I thought that was like... As soon as he kind of shot Lucy and drove off, I was like... Okay, they're putting some some stakes in into the show, and some people would go through season one and two and be like, "Oh, you know that this Rio guy isn't really prepared to assert himself and kind of push himself as like you know, um, in terms of stakes and all that." Like, okay, what what is the actual threat from Rio? And he's always trying to act like this hard guy and all that. And um, yeah, it's just it's just a sad situation. So that made me really sad, but. As I've always said about, you know, media, whether it's a book, game, film, show, whatever, if a character that you care about dies, and you go, oh, okay, then the show, or whatever it is, hasn't done its job, and I know Lucy wasn't a huge character, she was obviously introduced this season and whatnot, in fact, yeah, I think she was introduced uh, this season, it shows here, she's a season 3 character. She's not like a particularly big character or an important character, but the way they... Uh, not really used her, but the way the show used her for like a couple of episodes built her up to just that right point, and I cared about her. And uh, you know, when when a character you care about dies, and you have you don't have to like burst out into tears and have a breakdown, but as long as you feel something, you know, which I did, like I didn't you know burst out into tears when Lucy Lucy died. It was more of a situation where it it was just sad and it was a bit of a downer kind of sort of situation and. Um, I think it's good when you when you do feel that way about characters that you care about because, like I said, if you if you go through your, your media, your games, films, TV shows, whatever, and characters the characters that you care about on different levels keep dying, and you just go, oh, okay, cool, move on to the next episode or next thing, then then where's where's the emotion coming from, you know? And uh, I felt that they did they did that really well with Lucy. So it it sucks that Lucy's gone, but it's supposed to. You know, if if you if you watch the the death scene with Lucy and you have any kind of negative or sad feelings towards it, you're supposed to. Um, you know, so they they did their job, which is always something I uh, like to point out. So, um, but well done. You know, it's not something we wanted to happen. It's a it's a very sad situation, but um, they did their job, and you've got to give them praise for that. So, uh, they did that very well. Uh, so I've talked about the two character deaths for the season. Um, and I thought in general, you know, uh, the whole money washing stuff and the back and forth between Rio and Beth particularly, uh, I thought was done really, really well. Um, you get these new, uh, detectives that are introduced this season. Um, I can't find their names here. I don't remember. Um, no, I can't think of, of, of their, their, their names aren't listed here, but, um. Yeah, I thought I thought they were kind of interesting. They, they were more clearly set up for um, either the remaining five episodes for season three or the uh, next part of you know to season four or whatever. Either way, it's still, like I said, either way that still works for me. So I thought that was good. Uh, so Annie, she went through some therapy and stuff this season, or uh, you know attending um, at the child psychologist, which I thought was was kind of interesting. 
that's where I thought that they really gave Annie some um, interesting character development because, as I've pointed out, I think in all of all of my season reviews, that Annie's always been the comedic character, and to give her therapy and that sort of thing, which is a very serious thing to go through, and they still found interesting and cool ways to actually add comedy to that because Annie, in some of those scenes, is doing one of them things that people do. We all do it when. You know something's wrong and someone's asking you a question and you're trying to deflect it with comedy. And uh, we've all probably done it at certain points in our life when someone someone's trying to talk to you about a serious issue that you don't really want to talk about. And um, you deflect it with comedy. And I thought Annie did, uh, did a really good job with that. Um, so I thought that was really good as well. Um, just overall, yeah, really good stuff this season. I don't know what else I really need to talk about spoiler-wise. Uh, so I said, I've, I, I said in the spoiler-free section... That I use the word perfect a lot, but the season wasn't perfect because not, not, nothing in in the entertainment medium is perfect. Things are incredible and phenomenal and all that sort of thing and amazing. But one thing that I think started to not work quite so well in the season was um, Stanley and Ruby's relationship. I just felt. That at certain points in the season, like like they 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 have marriage uh, problems in the season and that, and they can't agree on certain things, and they're questioning their morality and what's good and what's right, and are we good people? And and then we've met met these people who um was it gave a kidney to their to their daughter or whatever, um to like save her life and stuff, and then there's the whole debate about like the money in the jar and should should root uh, should Ruby have um, given it to them and all this sort of thing. And I felt like there was a little bit too much screen time with it. I could see what they were trying to do. And they always have tried to do similar things with Stanley and Ruby in terms of this. Because they're, they're the sort of morality couple if you will. They're, they're the couple that's always like questioning themselves. And like okay what do we deserve? We're good people doing bad things. But are we bad people? Are we actually good people? And then Stanley comes up with like, you know, if you just sit and kind of do your job and don't try and do anything else, um, it doesn't like get you too far and and that sort of thing. And then um, like they they both get kind of into shady work and things like that, like with Stanley and this whole strip club thing that he's that he's doing. Um, and then they're coming out with like code words for each other's work and things like that, and it just didn't quite click for me. I thought parts of it were quite good, but I just I just thought we had a little bit too much screen time maybe. And there was long sort of stretches of it this season. And uh like I said, some of it worked. Some of it was quite good. Um but some of it was there was just a bit too much time spent on it, I thought. And I know they only could get 11 out of 16 episodes filmed, which you know, maybe there was maybe there was less time with it with the last 5 episodes, but uh, I still thought it was kind of interesting, but to, just to me, it was one of the weaker parts of the season for me. So, uh, one thing I did think was quite good was Beth and um, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Dean. Um, their um, the hot tub business stuff. I thought that was really good, and introducing Rio to that, and leading that into how they set up for well, not apparently not for season four, but for the you know twelfth episode, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth episode. Um, that actually was a it was an interesting way to end the season because you've got um, Rio still alive. Uh, they've been trying to take him out all season and all that, and um, 
you know, Beth is doing this celebration sort of dance and things like that when she thinks that this hitman's taken them out. Uh, I thought the hitman stuff was really good. I really liked the scene with um, him doing this fake paintball shot, and she thinks Ruby's, she thinks uh, Rio's in the car, and she's got this intenseness about her, and she's kind of thinking like, okay, this could be it, this could be it, and then she says, do it or go ahead or whatever, and then this guy tries to tries to shoot, and then it's a it's a test of nerve, I suppose, or test of commitment for uh, for Beth, which I thought was interesting. So. I'll be very interested, there's two, like I said, we're setting up for season four, well now it's a set up for season four and not the last five episodes, you've got this new business thing happening with Rio and with um, Beth and obviously all the rest of the, the ladies and all that, uh, with Annie and with and with um, Ruby, and you've got Rio who's still alive and still involved in that and that's going to change their relationship and their business relationship, because uh, there's a personal side to the relationship, obviously, <laughs> And then there's the business side to it, and that's going to fundamentally change that this season. Uh, so I thought that's that could be quite interesting. And then you've got Hitman, who's still apparently about to take out uh, Rio. So th- those two things going into next season, I think, is really really good. Um, but like I said, with last season, with the whole um, Rio getting shot and making a deal with the uh, FBI agent Jimmy, I thought that play- played out really well. Him essentially getting rid of Jimmy early on, and then using. His fake out death, well not fake out death, his his almost death to uh, you know ne- kind of negotiate with Beth all season about like you should have put because uh, he he says right at the end of the season like hey next time empty the whole clip because uh, he puts three shots um, sorry she puts three bullets in him and he's obviously referencing back to that and you know seemingly if you put I, I assume a whole pistol clip into somebody they probably will actually die so I thought that was really interesting as well and I'm I'm uh, very curious about that for season four. So that should be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, overall, I really enjoyed this season. I thought it was great. Like I said, paid off season two really well. Did its own individual job for a actual season and set up its next season really well. And uh, what more can you ask for for a season of television? Compelling characters, interesting characters, character deaths that make you care. Um, See, so yeah, I, I want to just kind of clarify something as well. I know I said with uh, Lucy that like, okay, I felt something about that character death. And with Jimmy, I didn't. Jimmy never felt like a character I was supposed to deeply care about or, like, emotionally care about. He always kind of felt like, okay, the person that's just kind of there with Beth and the person who's kind of just trying to guide Beth and and, and all that and whatever. So, in terms of me, I'm not going against what I said because with Jimmy, it was never a case of, like, okay, I cared about that character, and I never felt like I was supposed to. He always just felt like someone who was there to guide the story for other characters, like, almost to serve other characters. Uh, so I, um, it was, because, I mean, I still felt something, I still felt the shock and surprise of it, but I never felt like, oh, no, Jimmy's dead. But with Lucy, it was like, oh, damn, Lucy's dead, she's been shot in the back of this van, and it's tragic, and... Yeah, so I just want to kind of compare the two the two character deaths there. But yeah, like I said, good season. Paid off season two really well. Paid off its own season really well. And I'm very excited for season four, given the uh, the new new opportunities that they've got. You've got a new business thing happening with the, um, not spas, the uh, hot tubs. And you've got a hitman who's potentially ready to kill Rio. I think what you could do now is okay season four make it about those two things and obviously other things with other characters as well um 
they haven't confirmed if season 4 is going to be the last one. That would kind of make sense because then you could have the successful business stuff with the hot tubs. You could take out Rio uh, and probably maybe some of his other guys as well. You know, the, the, the little side character person that was there. Uh, maybe he joins Beth in the business. I don't know. Uh, but you take out Rio with season 4. Because I do, I do feel like Rio has to die now. He's killed this young innocent woman and... One other thing that I felt Beth was right about was when they go to do their next bunch of deals and she tells Rio that things are kind of slowed down because like look you killed you did kill a valuable member of this business with Lucy she did the whole drawing thing with the with the notes and all that um and with Beth's kind of anger of like not clearly saying it but like okay you're a bit of an idiot because you've killed off um someone that we do need and uh, I thought that she was right about that as well. So, um, but yeah, anyway. So, yeah, we shall see how everything plays out for season four. But yeah, e- either you do season four as the last one. And you have Rio get killed by this hitman. Which I think would be a good scene probably for your se- series finale. You start up this new business venture stuff with the hot tub. And how does Rio feel about that? And all the other bits and pieces that go along with that. Uh, you start off season 4 that way. And then maybe you end the 4th season with Rio getting killed. If you do. And if season, it's going to be a season 5. You have probably probably one more. You've probably got one more season left. Um, but it would depend on what else they set up for season 4. Or during season 4. For season 5 if that makes sense. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how it all works out. But we are going to get a 4th season. And we know that there's at least 2 big things to look forward to. The potential death of Rio. Which I think needs to happen now. Um and uh, the new business stuff. So there we go. But I'm done talking about this season. I uh, really enjoyed it. What did you all think? I've said plenty, obviously, about this season. Uh, did you enjoy this season of Good Girls? Did you not? Uh, how do you think about how it paid off season two and the cut down episodes? Do you feel like the ending was kind of premature? I definitely don't feel like it was. Um, and are you looking forward to season four as well? So let me know all those thoughts, feelings, questions, comments about Good Girls for Season 1, 2, 3 or 4 or anything related to Entertainment Talk Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org Twitter eTalkUK there's a contact page and information in your show notes as well thank you all very much for listening you can find everything that we've got on EntertainmentTalk.org um, if you'd like to support the podcast and Entertainment Talk that would be great we are on Patreon you can have a look at the $1 and $3 level tiers uh, as well, Amazon affiliate link. Uh, sorry, that's for uh, review options, ad-free podcast, and instant podcast options. All of those things available on Patreon. So go and check all that out. Amazon affiliate link. If you're buying stuff on Amazon, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds. Please rate, review, subscribe to those as well. That will help us out. Um, what else have we got? Yes, David is on uh, iTunes through Geek Town as well. Of course, <coughs> uh, that's for Geek Town Radio on Tuesdays for up to date. And reliable TV and film news. So have a look out for that. That's also available on geektown.co.uk. Bex is streaming daily on Twitch. Uh, that's Trista Bytes. Trista B-Y-T-E-S. So Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Go and have a look out for her on um, on Twitch as well. That would be really cool. Uh, Barry is doing a horror podcast over on Talk and Stalk. So go and check that out on YouTube. Go and subscribe to him. Support him. Follow him. All that sort of thing. If you like your horror stuff. Horror content, podcast, and whatnot. Uh, word of mouth, you can tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feed, social media, Facebook and Twitter, and if you can, in different Facebook groups. I'm streaming on Twitch currently, Ghost of Tsushima. 
and I'll get back to Lost of Us Part 2, the new game plus. Uh, Let's Play Sundays, not currently at the moment, but there is 50 episodes to go and check out, so have a look out for those. And other than that, thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.